Welcome everyone. We continue to our in our series on Tefillah, which is again graciously sponsored this year by Rabbi Tzal Rose of Los Angeles, Nishmas's brother, Svi Ben Levi Yitzchak, Neshama Shaman Aliyah, the Yomelis Yosher for their whole family. We continue in Ashrei. Hashem, you open up your hand and satisfy everyone's desire. So I want to share with you something that I heard from a great Rav, Rabbi Isaac Bernstein, and it's published in our humble Sefer on Pesach, Magad Rakiah. And it's something we mentioned many times, only two people in the whole Tanakh that are called Sadik. Who are they? Yosef, like it says in the Navi, Amois, Koyamar Hashem, Al Shloisha, Pishay Yisrael, Vial Arba'a, Loyashivenu, Al Michram, Bakesat Sadik. Yosef is called a Sadik. Who else is called a Sadik? Noyach. Says the Medrash Tanchuma, why are they called a tzaddik? Anyone who feeds the world is called a tzaddik. Yosef fed the whole world. Shenemar. Vayichalkel Yosef. The Yosef, who hamashbir. And of course, Noyach fed all the animals. I would add, there is another person who's called a tzaddik, at least in Chazal. Moshe Rabbeinu is called a tzaddik. Where do Chazal call him a tzaddik? Moshe is called a tzaddik because in Chazal say the reason why his the inside of his uh, raft was not coated with tar is So you could say Moshe also fed people. The man came b'schos Moshe. But maybe it was only Klal Yisrael, so he doesn't get an outright tzaddik in the Chumash. Anyway, so I once heard a question, but God is also called a tzaddik. Tzaddik Hashem b'chol derachav. Yeah, why? Paiseach es yadecha u'masbiya l'chol chai rotsoin. Tzaddik Hashem b'chol derachav. So, in Echanami, God is called a tzaddik because he also has a smida that he feeds mankind. I want to show you an interesting thing. Um, many Sephardim, when they say, they lift up their hands and they motion. Seems to be a very strange practice. Because we're not, we're not opening our hands, we're asking God to open His hands, so why would we open our hands? We're asking God to open up His hands. And this question was brought to Harav Yechezkel Kachli, one of the all-time great Sephardic rabbis. But I was zoichet to be at the kever of the Chida, of course, and Maran Rebbevadi Yosef, and also Rabbi Yechezkel Kachli. Say, huh? I never heard of him. Is he buried in Turkey or something? No, Rabbi Yechezkel Kachli has two kvarim, one in Iraq, which... I have not been to. It's also not on the bucket list. He also has a kever on Harazesim. Say, how come I never heard of him? Because he's the Benish Chai. The Benish Chai wrote certain svarim with a pseudonym. One of the svarim he wrote with a pseudonym is Shal Sechuvah's Torah Lishma, which he wrote under the pen name Yechezkel Kachli, which is Gamatria Chacham Yosef Chaim. And uh, <clears throat> interesting, 
he was asked, when people say, the minog is you open up your two hands. And some mock this minog and they say, who mentioned anything about open up your hands? We're asking God to open up his hands. Now, I'll tell you the truth. I searched yesterday. I believe I once saw in the Tzitz Eliezer, I could not find it, that if an Ashkenazi would like to go like this during Poisech HaSyadecha, he's allowed to. Even that, even though traditionally, it's not Minag Ashkenaz. But one would be allowed to. But here we're talking about, is there any meaning, is there any basis for this custom of opening up one's hands <coughs> for... Um, and he says, yes. He says, Don't mock any Jewish customs. And he says something similar to the Chaye Adam. You know, on the night of Rosh Hashanah, we take an apple, we dip it in honey, we say we should have a good year. So could someone tell me, it seems ridiculous. If God wants us to have a good year, don't you think we could have a good year even if we don't eat an apple? And if we don't deserve a good year, let's say somebody was a Russia. So that's the Eitzah. The person could do every Avera he wants. All he needs to do is eat a few good apples the night of Rosh Hashanah. And he's good to go. And the Chayadim explains, no. Based on the Ramban in Parshas Lech Lecha, of Maasei Ovei Simen Labanim, that the way the Ribbon Shalom brings about decrees down here in this world is for a decree to materialize and concretize it's a very difficult process for it to emanate in the Olam Yisrael Yoinim and to come to reality down here in this world. So when we do a Poyal Dimyoin, that brings the decree to fruition. So God decrees we should have a sweet year, but you know, there might be some interference from the time it emanates up in Shemayim until it comes to fruition down here in this world. So by eating a sweet apple, which is an action, a Poyal Dimyoin, it brings to reality the Gezerah. Says the Ben Ishchai, the same thing with Poisech HaSyadecha. What it does is, every Poyal Dimyoin that occurs down here is Mechazek the matter Lamala. We find the Nevi'im, they utilize this procedure called Poyal Dimyoin. Like by Elisha, that he said to him, open the window, and he did. And Elisha said, shoot the arrow, take the arrow, hit it to the ground, and he did three times. And the, and the prophet of God, he should have done it five or six times. Then you would have destroyed the whole house. Now you'll only be able to hit Aram three times. Or we find similar by Yirmiya. Where God told Yirmiya, when you finish reading the book, tie a stone to it, throw it into the Euphrates, and say, so shall Babylon sink. Wait, you think God can only sink Babylon if Yirmiya throws a rock into the river? The answer is, Rebbe Hashem decreed Babylon should sink. But to bring it to fruition, to cause the decree to materialize by doing an action, it brings it to fruition. And this is based on what the Ramban says in Lech Lecha of Masei Avay, Sim Lebanim. By the way, I just thought of another one that we do in Kiddush Levana. You know, people jump up three times and they say, just like I'm jumping... And I can't touch the moon. What's it got to do with your jumping? You want to jump in the middle of davening, so jump. But what's it got to do with your enemies? But there's an idea that when you do an act, 
it causes to materialize the decree. Some people, they shake out their garments. Um, we find that in um, Nehemiah. Where Nehemiah was told, um, so, therefore, says the Benish Chai Alkain, the custom of opening up one's hands when they say, it's a good minog. Even though we're asking God, you open up your hand, to be God's opening of his hand, we open up our hand. Furthermore, he says, there's another reason, because this Pasuk has Hamshachas Shefa, and we opened up our hands to make a preparation for our source and our mazel to be makabel the shefa, like we find by Shlomo Yamelech, the chap of Prusas Hashamayim. This is a very interesting hanhaga. Of late, we've been mentioning that tshuva is something one has to inject and connect to every single day of life. And there's an idea to do tshuva every day before Shkia. There's an idea to do tshuva every Erev Shabbos, every Erev Rosh Chodesh, Erev Rosh Hashanah. When one eats, when one learns, here's another time to do tshuva. When a person says, Shoimer Hashem es kol oihavav, ve'ez kol harashoim yashmid. When a person says, God will guard all the, all the ones he loves, and he will destroy all the wicked, it's a good time to do tshuva. Otherwise, chas v'sham, it's like you're cursing yourself. Because if you're saying that God destroys the wicked, well, chas v'sham, if we're wicked, it's like bringing a klala onto oneself. Therefore, it is appropriate, before you say, shoimer Hashem, as kol oi havav, be'ez kol Hashem yashmet, says the sefer, oirach ne'aman. It says, nirali, degam b'pasuk, shoimer Hashem, as kol oi havav, tzarech l'chavin she'ekabel alav, you have to have in mind to be makabel to do tshuva if you know that you're a Russia. Because you don't, if you're not makabel to do tshuva, you're makalo yourself. Because you say, Because you're not saying, besides for me. So therefore, it is appropriate to do tshuva. Also, when a person says, It's also good to do tshuva. Because you don't want it to be going on oneself. And now we come to a very mysterious subject. Does anybody know what parak of Tehillim is Ashrei? It's the sixth to last parak of Tehillim, Kuf Mem Dalit. Why does Ashrei end? Va'anachnu nevarecha, va'anachnu nevarecha, Right? That's Halal. Why are we saying Halal after Ashrei? I mean, what's going on? How did Parakuf Tezvav Pasigirches get appendage to the end of Ashrei? This comes from Halal. How did it get stuck to Tilas Hashem, Yedaber P? You ever wonder that? doesn't belong in Ashrei. Right, if we were to play a game, one of these things doesn't belong here in Ashrei, it would be Why is this Pasuk connected 
to the end of Ashrei. So a few very important ideas. Number one, the tour. The tour says, quoting with Amram, because we're about to start the Halalukas. We say, Halalukah, Halalina, Avshiyas Hashem, Ahala Hashem, Chaya, Zaman Lekabi Yadi. And every Halalukah ends in Halalukah, and then every Halalukah begins in Halalukah. So we go for the end of one Halalukah to the beginning of Halalukah, Halalukah. But Ashrei does not end in Halalukah. So we therefore appendage, Ba'anachnu Nevarechka, Me'atavi Arelam, Halalukah, so that we go from Halalukah to Halalukah. Dekulu Parshis Ad Kalan Hashamatalko Ismehu Soif Perka Halalukah. The Reish Perka Halalukah. It begins in Ezalukah. The Halalukah, the Basad Yos Hashem, Yidarapi. Is the beginning. Therefore, we have to add Vanachnu Nevarechka. Otherwise, the next Halalukah will not have a pair of a Halalukah word to join with it. So that's approach number one. We want to go from Halalukah to Halalukah. Approach number two, the Bach. The Bach says, even though this Pasuk is not connected to Ashrei, we say it. Rav Amram Goin says, the reason is, in order to chain one Halalukah to the next, that all the Mizmairim should be from the beginning to end like one chain. Halalukah, Halalukah. Now, the truth is, how does Ashrei begin? Tehilas Hashem, Yedaber Pi. How does it end? Right, Ashrei begins, Ashrei begins, excuse me, Tehila Ledavid. And it ends, Tehilas Hashem, Yedaber Pi. So it begins and ends the same way. Tehila Ledavid, and Tehilas Hashem, Yedaber Pi. Vivarech Chobas Hashem, Kachal Elam Vaid. But it doesn't end with Tehila. It doesn't end with Halalukah, therefore we say, Vanachim Varecha. And Halalukah is sort of similar to Tehillah Hashem. Even though I would have thought that it begins Tehillah Ledavid, and that's similar to the way it ends, Tehillah Hashem Yedaber Pi. Then we begin and we say Halalukah, Halalina, Nafshi until Kanisham Talaka Halalukah. So each one now begins and ends Halalukah. Now, why can't we just say, Tilas Hashem Yidaber Pivivarakal Hashem Kachal Yilam Vo'ed, Halalukah? Why do we need to say, Vanachnu Nevarechka? It seems like it would be a more appropriate end that since we start, Vanachnu since Ashrei begins, Tehila Ledavid, then we also want to say the words, Va'anachnu Nevarechka. Now, look at the Beis Yosef. The Beis Yosef says, the reason why we say, um, 
ואנחנו נברכה is very beautiful. Chazal say in bracha, he said, anyone who says Ashrei three times a day, he's muftach loishu ben olam haba. Therefore he said, oh, you said Ashrei, guess what you're going to get? Ve'anachnu nivarech kame atavi ad oilam. You will get oilam haba, where you'll be able to praise Hashem forever and ever. That's why we say ve'anachnu nivarechka. Because we're saying, don't think that we forgot about your reward. We said that anyone who says Ashrei three times a day, he's rewarded with Olam Haba. Says the Chassam Soifer. Another pshat. Chazal say anyone who's Mezakeh the Rabbim will not sin. Therefore we say, When I praise, when, when the praise of Hashem my mouth says, You know what will happen? I will be Mezakeh the Rabbim, now all of mankind will bless you. And I'm going to be from the Mezakis HaRabim. Now I can be vouchsafed that I can be assured and I won't sin because if it's Tehillah Hashem Yedaber Pi if my mouth will praise Hashem and then I'll be me Mezakis HaRabim Vivar Hashem Kodsha Liyoylam Vohed then I will be Zoycha Ba'anachnu Nevarech Ka I will be zoichel to praise Hashem forever and ever without sinning, without chait, because kolam mezake esarabim ain chait ba al yadai. Marvraboisai. With that, I bid you a wonderful Shabbos, and uh, which is coming rather soon, early Shabbos. Bracha v'atzlacha. Have a wonderful Shabbos. Kol tov.